0: This week on the Special Bulletin Review, Securing Our Citizens, sponsored by Verizon. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guest today is Martin Kessler, Chief Information Security Officer at Verizon Business Group. Martin, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I wanted to kind of ask you first of all about the Verizon Business Group. You know, we're all familiar with Verizon, but what is the business group and, and what is your role within that group? As the Chief Information Security Officer
1: of the Verizon Business Group, it's my responsibility to ensure that cybersecurity is built into every facet of our business where we provide mission critical services to our public sector customers as well as our other business customers. Our networks, our applications, our people, our processes, and our products. It's it's essential that cybersecurity is built in to every one of those. And and I'll, I'll tell you a little more about why. At our core, Verizon is a technology company. So we continuously adopt new and emerging technologies in order to provide better services to our customers. Cybersecurity, of course, must be at the the forefront of that so that we can both capitalize on the benefits of these emerging technologies, but also implement them in a way where we effectively manage the risk along the way. As a managed critical infrastructure integrator, our customers depend on us for mission critical services, no matter what's going on in the world. So our services have to be available, resilient, and secure because lives depend on them, and we obviously take that very seriously.
0: So you know, you mentioned resilience, and a lot of uh, a lot of military and also government entities and agencies right now are trying to modernize their networks. They're trying to modernize their IT. How can they do that without disrupting the needs and disrupting the the services that they provide to regular citizens and and to the military as well? For Verizon, modernization
1: without disruption is, is essential. As the largest communications provider to the federal government, we have to continuously introduce new and emerging technologies in order to further our mission and provide better customer service to our federal customers. Right now, we're modernizing in a number of different ways. We're we're actually replacing copper with fiber, we're migrating millions of circuits from TDM to IP, we're introducing new technologies into the marketplace like 5G, and we're also implementing edge computing in order to take advantage of the, the speed and reliability of that 5G service. All of these initiatives allow us to provide better and more modern service to our customers. The idea that some of these technologies are are relatively new or even futuristic is just not true. We've been implementing them for a number of years and leveraging them in order to provide better service to our customers. And quite frankly, it allows us to provide new capabilities, better cost performance, better efficiency, and in many cases, better security. For example, we've been using cognitive analytics and artificial intelligence to actually automatically detect and repair incidents in the environment before they cause disruption to our customers. We've been able to prevent countless incidents where customer service and availability would have been interrupted, but the technology has allowed us to, to, to fend that off ahead of time. For Verizon, security is built in, not bolted on, and we have to constantly defend our own networks as well as our customers from cyber attacks. We do that by ingesting massive amounts of data in real time which allows us to understand what normal looks like on our own networks and therefore more easily be able to detect what anomalies are in place uh, as compared to that that baseline normal and in cybersecurity, timing makes all the difference our systems have allowed us to actually protect against distributed denial of service attacks that would have interrupted the availability of our services to our customers and also very quickly detect and contain incidents that could have impacted availability or even led to, to potential data breaches.
0: So one of the things that you, you brought up was artificial intelligence, and that's something that the government is really trying to glom onto, but um, I, I think it's really kind of this amorphous thing that not everyone's really understanding. So how are you using that AI sort of uh, world to create cybersecurity for people? Yeah, artificial intelligence and machine learning have a
1: huge, huge opportunity within the cybersecurity space. And I'll give you two primary use cases. The, the first one is uh, from a networking perspective, as I mentioned, to, to identify anomalous activity without any human intervention. The other one would be on, on our actual endpoints. We, we can get away from signature-based detection and actually uh, leverage machine learning in order to identify potential incidents in real time that require
0: our security operations
1: centers to spring into action.
0: Cool. So, so maybe explain to me how that that works uh, in modern in cybersecurity plans right now. Um, when it comes to modernization itself, I mean, you know, you talked about how this isn't bolted on, how this is something that you've been doing throughout time, but obviously you're you're trying to change with the times and change as the government uh, becomes more um, cyber-focused, right? That's right. The, the key to
1: modernization from a cybersecurity perspective is building those security plans in from the outset, which actually allows agencies to improve their security posture uh, as part of their modernization efforts. The reality today, though, is that no matter how mature an agency's cyber plan is, there will be events and there will be incidents And so the key for agencies is to ensure that they can operate through an attack. That's why agencies need to develop incident response playbooks and constantly exercise those plans so they're building muscle memory and so when an actual incident occurs, they know what to do. They should invite outside parties to those incidents uh, response exercises. They should introduce the element of surprise and ultimately really stretch themselves and press themselves so that when an actual incident occurs, they're as prepared and as ready as possible. They should also have uh, an incident response vendor on retainer so that they have a surge capacity for the larger, more sophisticated attacks. These are the themes that we see very commonly in in our data breach investigations report every year. Uh, This year, we actually have the most number of independent contributors ever, which has allowed us to release to the marketplace data about 41,000 security incidents 2,000 of those uh, confirmed data breaches. Our DBIR provides insights and intelligence to all of our business customers, public sector and government agencies included, and allow them to understand the attack patterns and trends and actually tailor their cybersecurity programming to what we're seeing in the wild and in the marketplace. Another critical element of cybersecurity is information sharing. And there's really three types overall of organizations. There's consumers that, that ingest cybersecurity intelligence from others and use those to protect their, their own environment. There's producers, which are responsible for uh, understanding and publishing cyber intelligence. And then there's a select few like Verizon, who are both consumers and producers. And industry really relies on us for that level of sophisticated intelligence.
0: Great. Well, we're going to take a quick break uh, and we're going to talk more about cybersecurity, talk more about modernization when we get back. My guest today is Martin Kessler, the Chief Information Security Officer at Verizon Business Group. And I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, on the special bulletin review, Securing Our Citizens While Modernizing, sponsored by Verizon on Federal News Radio, part of Federal News Network.
2: Advancements in technologies present federal agencies with both opportunities and challenges. At Verizon, we embrace those challenges. Verizon invests billions in our global networks every year to deliver secure data reliably. Our advanced communication solutions and modern call centers connect your workforce and citizens in the office, in the field, and internationally. We're committed to modernization that delivers better mission results faster. Verizon. We don't wait for the future, we build it. VerizonEnterprise.com slash FederalIT. Welcome back to the special bulletin review, Securing Our Citizens While Modernizing,
0: sponsored by Verizon on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. My guest today is Martin Kessler, Chief Information Security Officer for Verizon Business Group. And I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni. So Martin, we're talking about cybersecurity, we're talking about modernizing. And I think one of the, the Kind of weird things about government and industry is that government is this huge entity right and how do you get the needs that they want and interact with them so that you can give the best product to the government um, while also you know doing what you need to do as, as a private entity
1: yes so for any modernization effort whether it's 5g or cloud migration or the adoption of robotics process automation artificial intelligence machine learning Uh, There's three primary ways that Verizon interacts with with all of our business customers, and of course, the public sector included. We inform, we demonstrate, and we enable. Uh, I say inform because, as a a leader of adopting and implementing uh, emerging technologies ourselves, we Verizon have many, many use cases and lessons learned that we can share with the government. And so we love to spend time with our customers, sharing with them uh, not only our, our use cases and the benefits of the technologies but also those lessons learned, things that have gone well, things that haven't gone well. We also demonstrate. We have live implementations of these technologies and so we're able to actually show in real time and and tangibly the benefits that the technologies have driven. And lastly, we enable. We love to enable our customers that are ready to take their own transformation and modernization journeys. So spend spend time with those customers and, and obviously walk along with them so that the emerging technologies can come to life for them and they can use them in order to improve their operations and accelerate their missions.
0: There is a lot of legislation out there that already allows you to talk back and forth within the government and industry about cybersecurity threats, but how can they improve that and make things better for public and private interaction about cybersecurity or anything else that has to do with what you're working on? Yeah, when you think about modernization and the pace
1: at which technology is changing, there's two things that are true. First, the, the rate of change is faster today than it's ever been before. But secondly, and equally as true, it will never be this slow again. So the, the beauty of that is that it's encouraging more and more interactions between public and private sector. And, and based on this blistering rate of change, we're, we're actually having more and more and more dialogue with our customers. Uh, that includes cyber information sharing, but also just uh, the, the modernization stories, the way that we're employing emerging technologies and ultimately the the business benefits of those technologies. And since we're a leader in some of the most transformative technologies, whether it's 5G or augmented and virtual reality or the internet of things, we're we're spending more and more time, more than ever with our customers and sharing our stories with them. We also participate in programs like training with industry, which allows government employees to work directly in the private sector and get hands-on experience with things like cognitive learning, analytics, cybersecurity, software-defined networking. That said, there's always an opportunity to do more. So to your question about information sharing, the the more and the more, the the, the better. On that same topic, I'll I'll add once again that when we talk about modernization with our customers, cybersecurity inevitably comes up. As I mentioned earlier, it's impossible to have a, a digital transformation or modernization conversation without cybersecurity right there part of it. It really is a, a core of the story and the, the exchanges that we have with our customers.
0: And, and what are you learning in these exchanges, right? I mean, we, you may have shared things five years ago and you may get new lessons now in, within these next five years, right? So what's different? What's changing? Uh, you know, Are there just new viruses or are there just completely new ways of, of technology being used?
1: We're seeing the the cyber threat evolve with time. And so as agencies modernize, one of the, the pitfalls that we've seen is that they'll modernize their technology, but they won't also evolve their ability to detect and ultimately contain cyber threats. So it's really important for our customers, for agencies to, as they're modernizing their technology, to continue to evolve their cybersecurity defenses. We do the same at Verizon. As we roll out new products or services, we also have to evolve our own cybersecurity program and make sure that our, our security is wrapping around these new products so that we, we deliver the best
0: possible secure, resilient solution to our customers. I think one thing that a lot of customers probably are a little worried about would be privacy when it comes to that. So how do you take that into account uh, when it comes to, to sharing information, too? Absolutely. Privacy by design,
1: security by design. These, these are the principles that we employ every day as we roll out new applications, as we develop new products. We have to build cybersecurity as well as privacy into these things from the outset so that it's not an afterthought.
0: Great. Uh, I want to move on a little bit to 5G. It's something you've mentioned a couple of times, and, you know, there's a lot of discussion about it right now. Um, and I think not everyone knows exactly where it is either. So where is 5G right now? Where are we seeing it? Are we seeing it yet? Or is it only in kind of small test areas? Yeah, it's it's been a big year for Verizon. So on April 3rd of this
1: year, Verizon was the first to 5G when we rolled out our, our new network in select parts of both Minneapolis and Chicago. Denver and Providence were short, shortly thereafter, and all told, we intend to roll out 5G to over 30 cities in 2019, including right here in Washington, D.C. And 5G is a game changer for business customers around the world. It's gonna, 5G will allow breakthroughs in connectivity, artificial intelligence, robotics, the Internet of Things, the list goes on and on, augmented reality, virtual reality. In addition to the transformative effects that 5G will have on agencies and their missions, it's also a step forward in terms of network security. There's new security layers that are built in, including additional encryption, additional security at the edge, and also a a new feature that allows us to isolate devices until they're fully authenticated to the network. Verizon invests heavily in, in securing all of our networks, including this new 5G network. We have over 1,000 cybersecurity professionals that are defending these networks day in and day out. And so when you think about not just the business effects, but also the security enhancements that come with 5G, it's literally a technology that will help us usher in the fourth industrial revolution.
0: Great, well, it sounds like there's a lot going on and I think we're gonna start talking about supply chain when we get back. So we're gonna take a quick break. My guest today is Martin Kessler, Chief Information Security Officer at Verizon Business Group. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni on the special bulletin review, Securing Our Citizens While Modernizing, sponsored by Verizon on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network.
2: Advancements in technologies present federal agencies with both opportunities and challenges. At Verizon, we embrace those challenges. Verizon invests billions in our global networks every year to deliver secure data reliably. Our advanced communication solutions and modern call centers connect your workforce and citizens, in the office, in the field, and internationally. We're committed to modernization that delivers better mission results faster. Verizon, we don't wait for the future. We build it. Verizonenterprise.com slash federal IT
0: Welcome back to the special Bulletin Review, Securing Our Citizens While Modernizing, sponsored by Verizon on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. My guest today is Martin Kessler, Chief Information Security Officer for Verizon Business Group. And I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni. So, Martin, we were talking about security in in the cyber world. Well, what about supply chain security? And this is hardware and software. Um, It's something that's come up a lot within government and within the private industry. So what is Verizon doing on that front?
1: Yeah, the, the good news is the issue of supply chain security is not new. So at Verizon, our approach is very simple. We take the security of our networks just as seriously as we do the reliability and the speed of those networks. So when we build them, we work only with longtime trusted partners who share our commitment to security and to reliability. We test the products and software before they're added to our network. So back to the point of security by design, ensuring that before any new technology is added to our network, uh, that security has been built in, and we work with all of our partners to ensure that we have uh, security commitments from them. So th- these have long been our, our practices when building out the, not just today's networks, the 5G networks, but all of the generations before from a supply chain perspective.
0: So we've talked a lot about different ways that you're securing networks, that you're securing different areas of technology. What does that mean for the average citizen, and not just the person on the cell phone, but the person who is just doing their day-to-day life? How is Verizon sort of touching them in in different ways? This is the part that excites me
1: the most. So when you think about our federal agencies and and the missions that they perform, whether it's energy or defending the homeland or communications or transportation, the, the technologies that we've talked about today, these modernization opportunities, All of those are gonna benefit agencies which directly translate to benefits for our citizens. Let's take a real-world example, the FAA. Their number one issue is the weather, which of course none of us can control. But think about this, the blink of a human eye is 400 milliseconds, but the speed and the latency of a 5G network is actually just a few milliseconds. So when you think about uh, cloud computing at the edge, plus the speed of that 5G network, plus real-time situational awareness, From a number of forecasting systems the air traffic controllers there on the runway will have absolutely real-time information that allow them to do their job better and ultimately to deliver better services to the citizen and this is just the beginning can you imagine the impact of augmented and virtual reality on disaster response and training scenarios the opportunities to improve mission are, are limited literally only by our imaginations and this is why verizon has established 5g labs around the country we really want to bring together our customers, our, our government agencies, local entrepreneurs and innovators, and universities to, to really try out those use cases and those concepts, and ensure that we've got the, the best possible thinking going into how to leverage these amazing technologies like 5G.
0: So, what would I be seeing if I'm getting on an airplane? Um, you know, how is Verizon changing the way that maybe? Airplanes can go faster in, in the sense of making security uh, lines go faster or making uh, the wait times on an airport uh, go, go faster. You know What am I seeing when I'm, I'm going through my, my day just kind of doing regular stuff? Yeah, I think
1: the, I think the benefits are rooted in uh, time savings, also a more secure experience. If you think about the last time you took a business trip or your last trip with your family, from the moment you woke up, until the moment that you got on that flight and that flight took off, your entire day is enabled by technology. So these technologies, although they may seem highly relevant to businesses, they're directly translating to a better customer experience and a better experience from a civilian perspective, and then layer on the security benefits, and you see why we're so excited about these technologies.
0: So tell me how you're helping federal agencies use these emerging technologies, how you're integrating those in. It's really easy when you're doing contracting to kind of let things fall to the wayside and kind of do things the old way. So how are you bringing in new technologies to make it better for America, really? Yeah, as you
1: can see, it's an incredibly exciting time. So as I mentioned earlier, spending time with our customers, uh, helping them to understand the, the use cases where these emerging technologies will really enable them To better their missions, to do their business better, to to take steps uh, that they didn't think was imaginable in the past. This is what really excites us at Verizon. As a managed critical infrastructure integrator, we have the ability to partner directly with with every government agency in order to take their missions to the next level, all all thanks to these incredible emerging technologies.
0: Well, I think we're going to close for here. So uh, I'd like to thank our guest today, Martin Kessler. He's the Chief Information Security Officer at Verizon Business Group. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, and you're listening to Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Special
2: Bulletin. To hear the entire interview, log on to federalnewsnetwork.com and search Special Bulletin. Advancements in technologies present federal agencies with both opportunities and challenges. At Verizon, we embrace those challenges. Verizon invests billions in our global networks every year to deliver secure data reliably. Our advanced communication solutions and modern call centers connect your workforce and citizens in the office, in the field, and internationally. We're committed to modernization that delivers better mission results faster Verizon, we don't wait for the future, we build it. VerizonEnterprise.com slash federal IT.
3: Vicki, how you doing? How's the knee? It's coming along, doctor, but still some soreness. Well, let's see.
1: You know, this soon after surgery, some pain is pretty normal. I
3: was hoping to get more painkillers. The first round worked great. We're being very careful with those now.
0: Prescription painkillers are opioids, same as heroin. It's easy to start
1: taking them, not so easy to stop.
2: Last year in America, an average of 40 people died from opioid abuse every day. Long-term addiction has become America's newest health epidemic.
3: So no pills?
2: Vicki, you're doing great.
1: So let's try these anti-inflammatories, plus your physical therapy. If the soreness doesn't
2: continue to get better, give me a call. For opioids, the smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. Because even a few prescription painkillers can sometimes go a long, wrong way. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling?
3: Yes, you do. Every year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many result in serious injury. The majority of falls happen at home. So take a look around. Replace bulbs and add lighting to help you see obstacles. Remove things that can make you trip. Fix uneven steps and floors. And install handrails in bathrooms and on stairs. Consider balance or strength training exercises, which can help with agility. Get your eyes and hearing checked regularly. Changes in your hearing can affect your balance. To learn more, please talk to your doctor about steps you can take to help prevent a fall. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org. Or MedicareMadeClear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation.